This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as Interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Rolien Mina. My report shows that the band convinced Vulcan that Piper was rancid and acquired the crown from the heist. Nero and Dolien interrogated witnesses and procured a sample of Vance's blood. Seth's investigation of the corpses left him with more questions than answers, and Piper approached Ignatius Einforth to examine the weapons used in the attack. Will their collective evidence yield any real answers? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. A captured audio log from the bridge of Fabius Biles' flagship. A mystery? I hate mysteries. Come back to me when you have answers, or show me the courtesy of dying quietly while you look for them. Everybody likes answers, even Fabius Bile. And you would all really like to find some answers. So the party are all rejoining after having been separated. However, Seth, one of the enforcers in the hallway waves you over towards them uh, and gestures towards a door to a side room up on the governor's floor. What do you do? Uh, I'll go. I'll follow. Wonderful. He just opens the door. Uh, you step inside and the door closes and you find Lucia Bain sitting back in at the 40K equivalent of a hospital table. It's a small room. But everything is sized for someone of Lucia Bain's size. This doesn't entirely surprise you. The medical suites on this floor are likely for Gazzy, um, who's a little smaller than the others, as we've said, but Rancid, who is as big uh, as the, the other house leaders. Uh, she's still in her gear. Her, her shoulder has been patched up, uh, and she looks shockingly comfortable. She's almost lounging. Uh, and she looks to you and just says, oh, I'm glad she could make it. So the fun of this is, I know I didn't do this, and someone did, but you owe me a favor, my little friend. So what I want you to do is to find Roberto Vance guilty and execute him. That's my favor. Are you sure that's your favor? Yes. Are you sure you wouldn't rather win the heist and I pull out the crown? (laughs) Here's the interesting thing, though. You've told me that the governor wants me to win this, which means I have to win today and tomorrow for me to get what I want and for you to get what you want and for him to get what he wants, which means that crown is already mine. What I want is a favour from you. I want you to take your little investigation with your little friends and I want you to convince them to execute Roberto Vance for these crimes because I think he's got the best shot of taking me out, taking you out, taken uh, the gubernatorial crown. I understand. However, I don't understand how you came to that conclusion. 
Roberto Vance has not won a single event. What threat does he pose now, this late in the game? Well, see, I had to burn my favour tonight. Roberto Vance still has a favour tomorrow. And Krunkus Marcus still has a favour tomorrow. But Krunkus Marcus is fucking stupid. Whereas Roberto Vance is a cunning asshole. There's a very reasonable chance that he did what happened tonight anyways, and you'll never be able to pin it on him. Which is why I would like him to be dead. Because Krunkus Marcus is a walnut we can crack. Roberto Vance is a snake who might bite us. I am one, one of four in this inquisitor band. I will do what I can. However, I cannot promise that my efforts alone will lead to the execution of Roberto Vance. I am, however, trying to conduct an imperial investigation, an inquisitorial investigation, and Roberto Vance is, I will tell you, a suspect. If you allow me to carry on with my investigation, unimpeded by threats or coercion, you may get the result you are looking for. Can you roll me a... What do you think this would fall under? Um, it shoots me in the foot, but cool. Yeah, let's go with cool then. Um, All right. Difficulty will be three red, one purple. For me, it's I over. feel I feel it's like before it started. I feel like every role <laughs> that Seth rolls should be a survival. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's virtually no way I win this, but let's roll it. Ha! One failure, one threat, one despair. I poop my pants. <laughs> I try to act cool, but I slip and fall and fart. <laughs> I think instead she just stands. And unlike Nero, who had Mina to back him up and had the hammer of the Inquisition behind him, Seth, at your core, you're a survivor more than yep. anything else. And just seeing a giant monster stand when you, as a hive noble, are also capable of understanding when things are bluffs and when things are not bluffs. And she, of any of the house leaders, you think would be capable of wiping out your inquisitorial party in a way no one would spot, is just like, again, you seem to think that we're negotiating. You owe me a favor because you failed me. And I don't like failures remaining alive. So I understand there are challenges. That's why this is a favor. If it was easy, you'd already have done it because we're friends. So go out there. And she puts a hand down on your shoulder. And it just feels like someone set a 200-pound dumbbell on your mm -hmm. left arm. She's like, find Roberto Vance guilty. You're part of the Inquisition. You can do whatever you need to. You speak with the voice of the Emperor. And now I'm 
big in the mind of the emperor. And she just grinds a thumb into that space between your collarbone and your neck, deep and low. Uh, and you take one point of damage from that um, oh, wow. that is unable to be blocked or blunted or whatever. That's just I pure mean, straight into torso. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she says, so go out there and do your case and know that there's no coercion affecting you. You're just catching the guilty party and you'll solve this mystery because the fate of the world depends on it. Because every man is his own world. Uh, oh my. And I think kind of her hand, I think, stays there. I think it's like, you know, when you, uh, uh, you've ever been to a theme park and you sit in a roller coaster and the harness comes down. I think <laughs> that harness is her hand just like around the front of my neck, squeezing into, like you said, that, that gap by the collarbone. So gnarly. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'll tell you, I rolled two green dice for cool. Um, Seth cannot act like this is not working on him. He, I think, folds like a house of cards. And uh, through like sweat and managing to like choke these words out with her hand kind of around his throat, around his chest, like just, yeah, she's holding him down against the wall. Uh, he just says, uh, the guilty will be punished and executed, as is the emperor's will. Excellent. Now get out there and do the emperor's work. And she just raises her hand, and you can feel the weight come off of you immediately. And I'm imagining you turn and walk out. I don't know if you have any parting words, but she's turned away uh, and is walking back to lounge some more. He like turns and reaches the wrong side of the door for the doorknob. So it's just like a, and he's like, and he like goes out. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's been, uh, he's been put in his place. Uh, and you hurry back out and the yeah. full party meets back up to relay what they've learned to figure out what the second stage of your three-part investigation will include. I was going to say, as uh, Nero and Mina are walking back, I I assume they probably gave her some kind of drugs to make <laughs> her not in pain. And she's just like, I think you're a very good boss, Nero. Have I told you that recently? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Sister Mina, you uh, you haven't, but I'm, uh, I'm always real happy to hear it. I didn't want to say anything back there, but... Um, those words cut pretty deep. There's a lot of things I'm not too sure about anymore, you know? There's a lot of I, things I, I can't be certain about, but I thought I was pretty certain I was a good boss, but God, he really he really shook me, that Bob. No, he was an, forgive me for saying this, an asshole, but I think you're a great boss, and, and you did <laughs> wonderful work tonight. I had faith in you, and you've planted your garden and done a wonderful job of keeping it Fed, yes. I think they gave me something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they did. But honestly, I think I need to figure out what it was because this is this is a good look for you. Come on, let's. Uh, I'm sure, everything worked out. You know, everyone else is always doing such a good job. I'm sure everything worked out. And uh, the I'm most important thing you're is you're right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the important thing is uh, you're all right. Thanks for for taking that that hit and uh, for having my back. I really appreciate it. 
I I do think that we need to burn the body after we free Piper. Oh, we're going to burn that might, body. Seth might eat it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're very welcome. I'm here to protect you, of course. That was merely me doing my duty. Uh, yeah, on second thought, maybe we don't need you on these drugs much longer. Because uh, now all Nero can see is just Seth like... Sitting there in his full, like, imperial finery with, like, a little napkin tucked up over an ascot. Just, you know, fork and knife, dead black eyes, just nomming away at this this yeah. uh, flesh sack. A nice glass of Chianti and some fava beans. <laughs> it's just a Hieronymus Bosch painting you can't get away from. Yeah, yeah, I love true. that that's what, like, deep down Olien, like, took away from Delectaventi Mortem. 100%. <laughs> Not a mistake. <laughs> Seth's a cannibal. So, Gotta watch him. <laughs> Nero and Mina, you end up inside the fake governor's chamber uh, because that room is still empty. Uh, Piper, you're wheeled in a moment later by your enforcer who yep. exits after they bring you in. And Seth, you are the last to arrive. And you can all catch each other up on what you've learned and figure out where you want to go from here. And- <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Vance must die. Um, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I really wish a hypothesis, and now he just really needs to kind of sell it as a conclusion, because he was, it was not looking good for Roberto Vance based on his findings, um, and so now he just feels the urge to sell it harder, less like a hypothesis or a theory, and more like this is the only conclusion that we can draw. Uh, um, Hill, I've, I've written out. Like, kind of, just to get my ideas, like, in order here, um, he'll just say, uh, um, I have reason to believe that Roberto Vance is, if not Homo Novus itself, he is directly involved with the Homo Novus plan. We know that Vance is assembling a secret army underground. My investigation of the corpses found that two of the three assailants are linked to Vance with evidence of efforts to hide those same links. Vance escaped the attack unscathed and he used Skull Shield's daughter as his heist crew, likely knowing that she had a vendetta against us and she used overwhelming force to ambush, ambush Warden during the heist. It seemed like his heist crew was less interested in winning and more interested in dismantling or destroying the Inquisition. Perhaps the only force capable of stopping Homo Novus on this planet. Roberto Vance is suspect number one. Uh, Ryan? Yes? I currently have two blood samples. Uh, The one I got from Krungus Marcus is a tainted sample that I'll need to run through the big machine back home. But my Roberto Vance sample that one's pure. is You can pure. run a Roberto. So uh, I'm going to listen to him do the whole thing, doing my best to Caprio squint and listen. <laughs> and then I'm just going to hold up my infinity gauntlet arm uh, and push a button. And uh, I would like to see if he is indeed Homo Novus. Hey, it's Del. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to The Valentine Heresy. And if you are so inclined, we at Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. 
There's tiers from $1 to $25 a month, which gets you super cool stuff and also helps support creatives like us, uh, specifically us, you know, doing this stuff. For just $1 a month, you can join our Discord, which is for patrons only, but you gain access to it forever. You can come hang out with us and talk about 40k and share your models and be super nerdy because honestly, we're all super nerdy there. So if you feel so inclined and would like to support the shows, come on over and join us. Uh, it's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. That's right. Just type it, type it in the search bar, uh, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And we'll see you over there. Thanks. You get the green light. He is not homo novus. He matches the earlier genetic sample. Yeah, so Seth, uh, you know, that's a, that's a pretty compelling argument. Uh, the army... It's concerning. Uh, I, and I know you're thorough, so I'm sure you've got some other uh, information. But little green here says that uh, he's not homo novus. Now that Sully's Crungus Marcus to check, but um, well, Fabius Bile is not going to make homo novus a candidate for governor. Surely someone in his retinue or something like that. Certainly. Roberto Vance is conspiring with Homo Novus. And I'll like, I'll hear him out, but I'll kind of put up a hand and say, uh, I'm sorry, Inquisitor Billingberg told us that it was one of the, uh, the gubernatorial candidates. So I trust your little notebook, but I trust him more. If you yeah. trust him so much, why is Marcus still alive? Process of elimination says he must be Homo Novus. Yes. I've never or been a huge there, fan. I was saying, or is there perhaps some nuance to this mission and our target? Uh, can I roll a... Because I'm obviously going to put up a fight for this, but I need to know whether I'm doing it because I know Seth for is... my life over here. No, I know. <laughs> I, I, would, uh, I would like to roll to see if I pick up on that or if I'm just fighting with Seth because he thinks he's being obstinate. Because <laughs> either way, I'm going to argue with him. But... Um, yeah. Ryan, what do you think? Like a like a perception? Maybe? Yeah, let's do a per, let's do a perception. I'm not uh, actively with, trying to. I just yeah. That's why I think yeah perception from you because you're not actively engaged with it, and your difficulty will be um, Seth's deception. So what what's your deception for this? My deception. Seth? I have two ranks in it. Okay. Uh, so that's two yellows and three greens for me. So it's. Three purple, two reds. Ooh, he's yep. a cunning boy. Yep. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair I, enough. I could I could interject something that may <laughs> it may put put a little bit on there. That Mina speaks up and she says, "I for one am happy that we are circling back to my original plan, which is kill everyone. I vote <laughs> Seth. Yes." <laughs> All right. I like to give myself a setback because uh, I've been betrayed by my closest confidant. <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. Um. um I am going to use a story point uh, to up the difficulty against this check because I feel like Nero's uh, Seth is lying through his teeth. Uh, and the idea of, I, I don't know which, here's the other thing I want to be clear. I'm raising the difficulty, but I don't know whether it's we should kill Krungus Marcus. He, like, there's a whole bunch of ways this could go yeah. wrong, and that'll be very negotiable if it goes wrong. Uh, Piper, like, 
she doesn't it doesn't really matter to her like like who who wins Very this shit like she kind of wants Nero to be wrong just because she's like kind of wants Nero to be wrong um so but honestly like let the facts speak speaker themselves is kind of her stance so she's going to stay out of it for the moment all right, I got two green, one yellow, two purple, three red, one black. Ooh. I'm going to ace this fucking test. <laughs> All right. Let's see that despair. Jumanji, four failure, two threat. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say you I see? definitely do not pick. Well, either I don't pick up on it or I do and I, I do something blatant about it. I'll leave that in your hands, Ryan. I think because he's lying to affect the investigation and you were trying to figure out whether or not it felt weird or not i think it's just his argument is starting to make sense i think that's cool that's the answer so i'll let you interpret whether that means you're like we gotta like prove it's marcus or kill marcus or whether you want to find more proof or whether you want to declare like you've got all those options yep. it's just i'd say yeah you're leaning towards his way of thinking sure yeah yeah um so i'll uh still get my rankles up because the, the you know uh, not not fully following just yet, but um, I'll go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. Of course, there's always nuance. There's always nuance to these things. And uh, God, I didn't even. Uh, I didn't even know that someone had been tinkering, you know, with and I'll like point at my head and. Uh, I think I'll just kind of like trail off a little bit and kind of look down and, and just say, uh, yeah, no, maybe, uh, maybe you're right, Seth. Uh, there's probably some, some nuance we're missing here. There's probably some, some things we're not seeing, you know, that's, that's the, <laughs> it's the only way the, uh, the Confederacy worked in the first place, right? It was no one was looking for it. So yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. There's, there's more to this. There's more to it. Something more to it. There's more to it. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna, and I'll just like drift away, muttering to myself. Now, fully, like all the previous getting it together shit has fallen away. All previous semblance of I've got this fallen away. Um, and yeah, I'll just kind of stumble away, um, uh, fairly broken by the fact that I've, to my mind at least, missed the entire point of the investigation we're doing. <laughs> um, and I'll uh, I'll go in search of booze. I think um, Mina will follow him <laughs> and be like, probably not very helpful, but we'll be like, mm, just. Uh, you've both seen Gazzy get a drink for Rancid in here before. So one of the cloth hangings, you could pull aside and there's a full bar. So drinks are a few feet away. Right. Um, I will grab the the shiniest uh, looking bottle of Vicodin and just start, uh, you know, just we're going to pour myself like a full tumbler and then carry the bottle um, just kind of back out and just kind of sit down and, and stare at Seth kind of in a what next coach sort of way. Do you grab a chair to sit? Do you sit on the floor or are you sitting on the arm of Piper's wheelchair? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, for comedy's sake, I'd love to perch uh, on Piper. But uh, no, uh, he's 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 proper, uh, proper fucked up. I think you will find a chair. Yeah. Um, but it's it's some real like, you know, Seymour Skinner staring out his blinds thinking about nom kind of stuff where i'm literally just kind of staring at the liquid muttering to myself about like you know oh, maybe i misunderstood he had so many orders and oh god oh god emperor what do i do and i'll just big big swig and then just kind of stare up at seth say all right so we're killing him 
Uh, yes. Piper interjects at this point. She says, okay, so I like, okay, I know that you guys are like, you know, the ones who are supposed to be like figuring out all like, I, you know, I do my like astropath stuff. What, okay, whatever. All I'm saying is that there might be like something else to consider that like, you know, Vance just like really wants to be governor. So he was going to do like whatever it took to like take it by force, but not actually like related to the homo novus. And we still got to check out like Krungus, right? Like shouldn't, like, why are we worried about this right now? When we're like not even sure that he's like homo novus. Like there are just like so many reasons you could be like amassing an army that have like nothing to do. Like, come on, the politics here are fucked, right? <laughs> Don't we gotta like check the Krunkus blood? No? Just me? Just am I the only one thinking that like maybe like we gather that information first before just like executing someone? I'm not saying he's like not shitty and he probably should die. They should always probably die, like probably be better yes. for the system. But like just like priorities. Hello. Yes. Speak more on priorities. Tell well, us what should we do next, Piper? Uh, analyze the Krungus sample. Analyze the Krungus sample. Do you think it will come back, Homo Novus? Do you think that's the missing bit, or do you think it will come back another green sample and we'll be right back here having this conversation again? <laughs> Well, I think either way, we should do our, like, bloody due diligence and, like, figure out. I mean, I, okay, so so what you're saying is that we execute uh, Vance, and then we just, like, say, okay, job done, and go away confident that the Homo Novus problem has been dealt with. No, That's I'm saying, saying that Homo Novus was installed here during an election during a gubernatorial race when the leadership was as compromised as it could be with multiple people vying for control of an entire world, giving Homo Novus the best chance of securing a position of power. I'm saying if we execute a prime suspect in front of the public saying the investigation is ongoing, we may tip their hand, they may make a mistake, or they may recede into the shadows and the world will gain stability and the new governor will be able to defend from such attacks once in power. Okay, but like, say, what if the new governor that comes into power is actually Homo Novus because we like got the wrong person? Right. Well, counterpoint. Say they're not. <laughs> All right, let's let's pause here. This is definitely a die roll at this point. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I think Piper, we can agree you're trying to see through Seth's bullshit or at yeah. least present reason. Would you say that you are <laughs> arguing with Seth, or you, do you think Seth is lying? Like, well, I'm trying to figure out your exact level of engagement. No, here I think um, I don't think he's lying. Um, I think I, I think he's just like wanting to get this done too hastily. Like, I think We're not he's being thorough. Yeah, I think he's just yeah. not being thorough and wants like wants things to be solved because he's like sick of it. Okay. I think he's then, not he's not seeing clearly for some reason, but I don't think it's a lie. Then this could be a perception. It could if if you're just trying to see the flaws in his argument and point yeah. them out. It could be cool if you're trying to stay together, like put together, even though he's still really gunning at you. It could be discipline if you're trying to say that like this is how we do the job, this is where changes are. We gotta follow by kind of the um, tradition. I think discipline sounds right. Great. Let's I, go with yeah. that then. Yeah. Uh, the difficulty will be Seth's deception because he's rocking that okay. strong deceptive choices. Uh, the difficulty is what, Seth? Uh, that'd be two, yeah, five to go. So two reds and three purple wow. would be the difficulty. Welcome to my world. Poor <laughs> Nero. Uh, <laughs> um, you will get uh, two boost because you are arguing for traditional 
Imperial stuff. And as much of this yeah. is convincing Mina and Nero that you're correct, as opposed to just changing your mind as a character. Like, this is just where do the winds in the room sway? Uh, I will spend a story point, however, to boost Seth's argument. Oof. Um... I think I'll I will spend a story point as well, just because I think I think Piper would really fight for reason yeah. to be seen. Piper's not been known to back down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, this is looking hinky. All right. <laughs> we good? There's yeah, a reason I'm out. staring into a full glass of <laughs> liquor now rather than engaging. Okay, I'm rolling. Ooh, one success, one advantage, one triumph. Oh my goodness. There's only one possible answer to this scenario when it's your character, Piper. Piper, you're arguing, and sometimes you can't help when you pick up on things, especially when you get caught into a back and forth of words because it means your brain is instinctively syncing up with the other party's mind. Uh, And you pick up his conversation with Lucia Bain and you know why he is arguing what he is arguing. This does not, to be clear, this does not mean you have to out him because you also know he's not fucking lying. If you don't do this, Seth dies. Yeah. Um, But you know that. Okay. I think, I think Piper gives like a long, hard look through the weird fucking pseudo corpse of rancid. <laughs> oh yeah, you're still a bag of goo still, at all times. Still, still a bag of immobile glue or goo. <laughs> um, okay. But it's a very Piper look. Uh, I don't. Com- is com- she sleeping? Through. What happened? <laughs> um, what is this? And I, I think she, I think she takes a beat. Um, I think she. So she decides not to out Seth. Because he's still the only one who can really fight what Nero, whatever the fuck Nero's doing. Um, so I think she doesn't want him to. She doesn't want to give Nero ammo against Seth for any <laughs> yeah. future arguments. <laughs> so the argument is, if Seth dies, Nero takes the whole party down with them. Yeah, so he's a counterbalance. <laughs> Oh it's God. a seesaw of danger. That's 100%. That's 100% what it Wild. is. Wild. Oh, boy. Um, Choose your anchor tied around your neck. Yeah. All right. Horace will lift us all back up where we belong. So I think so. Fly. So Piper just says, okay. All right. So I think we can all say that we do not give any shits about who wins this governorship like in the in the bigger picture so all right let's execute fence i'll say that but immediately we got to analyze that krunga sample all right uh, yeah Can we do both those things just like super fast so uh, we know what is going on yeah i should um i should chime in here uh we can't actually do either of those things super fast we can we could do them uh Why? but not, is here. not we have him in custody yeah, about he that. He punches um, very hard. He punched Mina very hard. <laughs> Why do we know that about him? Where is he? 
Uh, well, <laughs> okay. Here's funny. I literally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, to Piper's point, we don't really give a single shit about who wins the gubernatorial race, but we do need blood to test. So, you know, this little green guy that went ding. Yeah. Uh, I got the blood, but he could have killed me and Mina handily. So I had to let him go. You know, a thing or two about staying alive, Seth. He was in a small room and he was fucking mad. So we got his blood. I've got Krungus's blood, but it's a tainted sample. I need to get back to the Bolter Express. So fun fact, we can totally do that. I know Mina would be super happy, but it's not as simple as going downstairs and putting a bullet in him. And honestly, it was never going to be that simple. So let me get this straight. <laughs> so this is like pinching the bridge of his nose. <laughs> Someone physically attacked a member of the Inquisition during an interrogation. Yes? Yes. And in response, we let him go. A prime <laughs> suspect. Yeah, I also can't participate in the next game. Um, what is happening? What is happening? Seth, why what's, why what, can't you participate? Well, it's part of my deal with Vance. Uh, you know, when I let him go, um, I also I agreed. can't believe you're making deals with the gubernatorial candidates. Seth, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do my P best Piper here. Piper kind of like looks to Seth, like, <laughs> really? Like, gonna go there? But she can't say anything, but yeah. that's the thought. <laughs> you, you need to understand. Uh, also, I don't think I can pick up on that because you're looking through like eight <laughs> yeah, layers of Yeah, she also of, can't like, really like move flash. her head. So. No, 100%. Like, it's just you in. I think you should leave glaring at someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll continue and be like, uh, you, you just, you, you got to understand with the way Invictus has tied our hands, we can't swing around the hammer of the Inquisition the way we normally would, you know? He's made it very, very clear that we have extraordinarily limited powers here on this planet. So I took all the tools we had available to us as the Inquisition and I used them because we needed to get the blood to test it to make sure we could figure out whether or not he was homo novus. So it's great that you want to play fucking grimdark Sherlock Holmes, who's probably, I don't know, a Tyranid or some shit, but we needed the blood more than we needed his head, unless there's something I'm missing here. And then I looked down my glass, I'm like, and there probably is, because I've been missing a lot lately, including my fucking past. And I'll like throw it at a wall and then just swig from the bottle. And you just hear a knock at the door. And through the door, you just, uh, you, you guys have been in there for a fucking while and we're trying to solve a murder. Uh, can I come in? Then fucking solve it, Catan! And then I'll just like swing some more and just like go stand in a corner. Yes, come in. Chasing her bo Catan opens the door. Uncomfortable, but in that like big guy walking into a room where there's an argument. Like he's not actually in danger by any of it, but it's more like he doesn't want anybody else to be weird. Uh, he's got a, da a data slate in one hand. He's in his full combat gear. So we're talking like silvery carapace, Judge Dread helmet. Nice. Uh, shotgun slung across his back. Um, and behind him this time, he has a Cyber Mastiff. You haven't seen one of these with him before, but it's clear now that they're on war footing. Uh, a Cyber Mastiff is the size of 
the biggest dogs, like the Tibetan, like bear hounds, that kind of thing. Only it is made of steel and metal and other bits, moves like a dog. Its mouth is two chain blades that can open and clang together. So when it bites yeah. you, it just- It's a very good boy. Yeah, yeah. And it just sits at the door uh, as, as he goes in. He's like, all right, so you guys need more time to figure out which one of these fuckers tried to kill the governor because we will take them out. Hey, uh, Chasener, sorry I yelled at you before. It's been a rough night. Look, uh, when you say take them out, do you mean take them out no matter where they are? Like, they can't hide from justice, right? Not with the Arbides on the fucking table. We'll take them out. You can't hide from us. Just full arms out, sloshing liquor away, and I'll just look at Seth. Be like, you're a move, asshole. The investigation is ongoing, but Roberto Vance has been found guilty of conspiring against the Empire. Well, if Roberto Vance tried to kill the governor, why are you still talking to other people? We'll just go fucking get him right now. We'll say we we'll say we arrested Krungus Marcus for fucking doing it. And then I'll need Vance to come back as a witness. I'll send him and then we'll I'll basically shoot him in public on camera and we'll say he was a traitor. And then we'll give his house to somebody, like probably the Cologne family. I don't fucking know. They, they don't have much of a house. So we'll do it with them. It'll balance the whole thing out. Yay. Yes, that... <laughs> <laughs> like looks at Mina, just like, what the hell was that? And I'll just like raise a thumbs up from across the room. <laughs> that, uh, yes, that should work. That's rather tidy. Good job. Well done. Just serving justice. You did the investigation. So who gave that crown to that fucking governor? I forgot his name. Vulcan? Vulcan. There we go. Uh, Vulcan. Technically, no one did yet. It's still in your pocket, Seth. Yeah. Right. But does it belong to Lucia, as she implied? Yeah. Uh, I think Seth is done kind of like messing around with Lucia. He's acutely aware that she is shrewd and brutal. Um, so uh, he'll. I think he'll just say that uh, I believe the victor was House Bane. All right, then. We'll get that announcement out on the fucking prop channels, and I'll get deal with this uh, this whole fucking Vance thing. We'll get this son of a bitch taken right out. So uh, we'll give you guys the secure lift home, make sure nobody at the party has a problem with you, uh, and then we'll let everybody else go. Uh, stay tuned to your vid channels if you want to see a big guy die hard. <laughs> um, Seth just has nothing to say. He's just kind of like... <laughs> This is working out. I am tired and scared. <laughs> I'll, you, you couldn't see it, but uh, Del just like as Mina did like polite <laughs> applause yeah. at that. It was wonderful. Before he goes, I'll I'll kind of shuffle over to him uh, and say what I Tom would ask uh, a local if I was trying to find a channel. I'll just be like, "Hey, yeah, for those of us out of town, what channel are you talking?" Because uh, Sister Mina's really gonna want to watch that shit. Oh, if you turn on the screens in your hotel room, uh, we override all the frequencies for the big stuff, so you'll see it. You're a good man, Chasner. You're a good man. Good luck in Emperor's Speed. So the results of this happened in relatively quick order. Uh, Seth, just to storybook this because there's a thousand ways it could go, I, <laughs> would you give the crown to Lucia or would you give it to Gazzy to give to Lucia or what would your plan be? Uh, I would... I would go to Lucia, I would give her the crown, and I would also tell her that her favor's been fulfilled and to watch vid screens tonight and that we are even. 
I appreciate the sentiment and the skills that you've shown this day. No, you don't leave this room as my enemy, nor as my vassal. You leave this room as my friend. Yes, well, we'll see you at the next event, friend. Exactly. I can't wait to win tomorrow. Have a good night. Uh, so you get to escape. Uh, all like of you are escorted. It should be also on Seth's docket under his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Mina, over Just, his shoulder, you have a data slate once he gets out to the hallway and you can make a note. Just yeah. looks at and scowls. He hates everyone on that list. <laughs> yeah. So you all get to leave the party. Uh, you take an armored limousine back to uh, the Bolter Express. Your guards are still in place from all of the houses. Uh, however, it's interesting to see when you arrive that all of the Vance troops have been subtly disarmed by enforcers who now stand amongst them. Uh, you get a chance to go back in and go up to your room and you flip on the screen. And it is a traditional uh, newscast uh, style broadcast. It's cut in and it's like, this is what's happening. Uh, there's a woman with very stern features, slick back blonde hair, wearing a militarized style uniform sitting at the desk. And she's like, this is the news that's coming in. We can't believe it. There was an assassination attempt on Governor Rancid Cologne. He's fine. Don't worry about it. Praise the emperor. Don't worry about it. But the breaking news is Lucia Bain has won the crown. She's won the heist. And even more terrifying, Roberto Vance has been found guilty of treason. We're cutting to it live. We're cutting to it live. Uh, and you just see a, a single enforcer vehicle of Arbites, just an armored car parked out in front of the Vance building. And Roberto Vance steps out along with three guards. Uh, and he's walking down to the vehicle quite casually. The camera is, you know, hidden in shooting through a bush, kind of the, the <laughs> hidden version of things. And then you just hear, now! Uh, and spotlights hit the front of it. Uh, the guards raise their weapons and you see Chasener Bokatan firing over the vehicle at front while his Cyber Mastiff dashes forwards. He guns down two of the guards. The Cyber Mastiff takes the third. Roberto Vance is like, what the fuck is going on? And you just hear Chasener Bokatan yell, he's got a gun! Uh, and he throws a pistol over. And then oh he just God. pulls up a grenade launcher and just fries Vance. Vance, however, does not go down easy. He takes the grenade, sprays blood across his torso. He's charging towards the car and Bo-Katan has his shotgun up and he's just firing over and over again until Bo-Katan is forced to run and the camera pans up and you see a chopper flying in, an archaeocopter with uh, like strangely bug-like wings, but a chain cannon at the bottom. And the chain cannon just opens up in a hail of fire and the camera pans back over and you just watch Vance get fucking mulched. Like he just becomes... 20 feet of spray uh, on the ground. And that is the end of Roberto Vance. And the camera pans up to catch a blood sprayed sign that says Vance Refrigeration. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Olien Mina, and our Game Master Ryan Laplant at the Ryan Laplant on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. 
When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Are they Imperator and death to all the heretics? Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lord Abradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sign. That's a geometric waveform or arc that rises and falls. And a new Canadian TTRPG and podcast inspired by that almost soothing mathematical motion. Let me show you. The action begins to rise as powerful strangers in a ruined yet vibrant world band together. If you run north, they will chase you. I suggest you stand behind me. Partner, I'd rather stand beside you if you're willing to help. Tension continues to mount higher as our characters must push themselves beyond their usual limits. As I'm climbing into the into the driver's seat, I'm gonna say to Sarah, sometimes you gotta make tough decisions. I'm driving now. And it peaks as a danger and excitement hits its zenith, leading to great failure or success. Fenriel would be just fire at this point. She straight up might die. Like this encounter might murder you. No what? You lit me on fire! We're gonna be on fire, baby! And this tension relaxes. The tragedy, but more often humor, that comes with great pals being around a virtual table playing a game. Discover Sign on your favorite podcast player. S-I-N-E. The choices of the characters are theirs to make, but the fate of the world is up to the dice.